world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Coming to you live from Dallas, Texas and Woodland Park, New Jersey, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Anthony is uh, on site at the NRA convention. Anthony? I'm at the K. Bailey Hutchinson Convention Center in Dallas, Texas, and I came outside with a big fat Oliva Series O cigar, and I figured I would share it with all of the lunatic anti-gun protesters. And there's one frigging protester outside. So, did you buy him lunch? or? No, but he, I think he likes the smell of my cigar, so he's not going away. He's actually standing about two feet from me. The picture will be posted with the show. Very he's nice. giving me dirty looks while I'm talking about him. Oh, good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, see if he wants to be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I look, I'm ready to punch him in the jaw. Oh, okay. So... So, so before I is get he, into wait, the NRA, wait, wait, is he carrying what? a sign or anything like that, or? Yeah, he's carrying a sign. Uh, Trump, worst president ever, or some shit like that. Oh, I, I guess the three percent unemployment rate has nothing to do with that. Worst president ever. Three, three percent. I can't believe he's holding his arms over his head as long as he is. I, I mean, I would have went numb by now. The EMTs <laughs> would have working on me. Sandy, <laughs> li- listen, our listeners, there, there's one protester and 650 police officers outside. Well, that's pretty good. It is Dallas. Yes, it's incredible. It's incredible. So uh, it's uh, I, it's a lot more humid here than I thought it would be. But uh, Jimmy and I are having a good time. I spoke uh, this morning for NRA clubs and associations. Great. And if you hear background noise, it's because I'm outside uh, the convention center. And I've been spotted by about 50 people already. I had to do about 30 selfies with people, nice. which I thought was, was hysterical. But before we get into the NRA, and I have stuff to talk about there, uh, so I spent 10 days touring the great Iberian cities of Spain and Portugal. Yes, you did. With my, uh, yes, with my buddy Mark, a friend of mine of 39 years. And uh, there were 16 people on our uh, little semi-private tour. And on our tour was a retired uh, California high school teacher. He taught for 35 years in California and uh, as liberal as they can be and uh, he, re- he retired with, listen to this he's single, he's divorced long time, kids are grown so he lives alone, he retired with an $80,000 a year pension and $30,000 a year in social security and he had to move out of the great state of California and move to Washington state because he couldn't afford to live in California on $110,000 a year. Well, unfortunately, uh, it's going to follow him to Washington State. You see what they're doing in well, Seattle? Well, here's the deal. He told me he wishes Washington State was more like California. That's how <laughs> That's how much of, a, of a liberalism is a mental disorder. Yeah, they're, they're so clueless. They have uh, absolutely no understanding that what their, their policies have done this to them, that to the point that he has to leave. It's the same thing in New Jersey. 
Yes. You know, everybody who's leaving New Jersey, they're destroying the Carolinas. They're destroying Florida. They're destroying Texas. So we're, we're taking our blue state ilk to places in the country. Like we've always said, what comes from New Jersey doesn't stay in New Jersey. Man, I say that all the time. I couldn't get through this guy's thick head. Uh, I had some, uh, you know, feverish debates with him about that. And he just doesn't get it. No. You know, he thinks taxes are good. And you know what he told me? I said, well, if socialism worked, what happened with Venezuela? His response was Venezuela just needed a little more time. Of course. I said, dude, they ate all the animals out of the zoo. <laughs> yeah, tell that to Stalin, too. I think that was Stalin's problem. Actually, it always happens when you... you that's the same argument they bring up all the time. You know, it just does. It wasn't right yet. You know, uh, they, they didn't do it well enough. We're going to do it better this time. I, I'm amazed. Oh, the one protester just put a sign down and left. I guess he's on a union break now. He must. <laughs> he must be. <laughs> but I'll tell you, I, I was this guy. It was fascinating talking to this guy. 67 years old, could not afford to live in the state that he grew up in that right. he loved. And guess what? Here's the kicker. He came to this country, to Jersey City, at 10 years old, with his father and his brother and his sister, and lived 19 people in an apartment. They were Cuban exiles when Fidel took power. And here he is now. He's a fucking socialist. Are you serious? This guy is Cuban? I'm serious. He's oh my Cuban. God. That is so strange because Cuban. His name was... Yep, yep, his name was Jose Gutierrez. Well, that's what that's what 55 years of California will do to you, I yeah, guess. I guess it so. It institutionalizes you. And I said to him, I said, you telling me you're a Cuban exile, you came to this country, you found democracy, you retired, you're like the 3% of this country, you retired with $110,000 a year pension and Social Security, and you couldn't live in the state that you loved, you had to move to another state, and you want that state to be like California. What is wrong with you? What was his response? His response was, it, it, socialism will work. It just needs more time. Not enough people are willing to put the effort in to make it work. Oh, yes, Stalin was. Uh, socialism has yes. been responsible for far millions, millions of deaths. Uh, you know, it, the, the sad part about it is, a recent poll just said that 40%, over 40% of Democrats are actually socialists right now. They, yep. they identify yep. as socialists. So we're pretty much screwed. Listen, I, I went to Spain and Portugal, and I've been to Greece, and I've been to Italy, and if you don't know it, the, the, the European Union refers to those four countries as the pigs. Yep. Portuguese, Italy, Greece, and Spain. Right. They are the four social socialist countries that take the most out of the EU and don't give anything back because of their failed social programs. Right. Everybody shuts down from 2 to 6 for siesta. Everybody walks like there's no particular place to go. There is no spring in any one step. And I went to every every Iberian city, Barcelona, Madrid, Seville, Lisbon, Toro, you name it. I was there. Food was great. People were great. But I'll tell you what, they're overrun with migrants. Yep. Selling umbrellas and selfie sticks and bothering you everywhere you go. Yep. And, and the, the people, and don't get it, our tour guide was telling us she does pretty good, so she has a doctor in a nice neighborhood, but the poorer people that live on a 1,000 euros a month, 
they live in not so nice neighborhoods and they don't have so not so nice doctors to choose from. No, of How is not. that everybody equal? Well, everybody's equally miserable. That's the, that's exactly what socialism has always been about. Everybody's equally miserable. If you, I mean, while you were away, we had another. You remember the baby Charlie Guard that. Uh, a Britain yes. put to death. Well, Alfie. Yeah, we had a baby Alfie, Alfie again. It, it's it's this is socialism at its best, where the state actually says, no, you don't own your child. We own your child, and no, it doesn't matter. They they couldn't. You you had countries standing by. I mean, the the Italian government made that child an Italian citizen and threatened Britain, if you allow this to happen we will we will consider this um a a, a a murder against an italian citizen they didn't give a crap yep. they, nope. they, they don't care it's all about we're going to show you you you, you yep. think you're powerful we're going to show you i just got a text message from patty she said maybe the protesters aren't out yet because their moms are still making them sandwiches yes <laughs> That's very true. It's only it's only three thirty here. They're probably all just getting up with their Star Wars jammies on. Yep, yep. And they're having their big bowl of honey nut Cheerios, and Mom is making them a <laughs> peanut butter and banana sandwich. And then they're going to come out for a tough day of protesting, I guess. Yes, or a tough hour or so of protesting before they have to take a union break again. <laughs> but uh, but but I highly recommend the Iberian City tour. All right. Well, we're, we've got to go to a break. Right. We'll be coming back. I want to tell you about my friend Katie. Katie is a nurse, and she was attacked on her way home from work. She was totally taken by surprise. And although Katie is only 5 feet tall and 106 pounds, she was easily able to drop her 6 foot 4 250-pound attacker to his knees and get away unharmed. Katie wasn't just lucky that day. She was prepared. In her pocketbook, a harmless-looking lipstick, which really contained a powerful man-stopping aerosol propellant. It's not like it was in our grandmother's day. Today, just going to and from work or to the mall can have tragic consequences. The FBI says a violent crime is committed every 15 seconds in the United States and a forcible rape happens every five minutes. And chances are, when something happens, no one will be around to help. It looks just like a lipstick, so no one will suspect a thing, which is important since experts say getting the jump on your attacker is all about the element of surprise. Inside this innocent-looking lipstick is the same powerful stuff used by police and the military to disarm even the most powerful armed aggressor. In fact, National Park Rangers use the very same formula that's inside this little lipstick to stop 2,000-pound vicious grizzly bears dead in their tracks. It's like carrying a personal bodyguard with you in your purse or your pocket. Darkness brings danger. Muggers and rapists use darkness to their advantage. We all know what it's like to be walking at night and hear footsteps coming at us from behind. Who's there? If it's somebody bad, will you be protected? Your life may depend on it. My friend Katie's close call needs to be a wake-up call for all of us, myself included. Pick up a lipstick bodyguard and keep it with you always. 
the world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. And what better way to say I love you than giving the ones you love a gift to keep them safe? Lipstick Bodyguard. It looks just like a beautiful little lipstick. But just like a beautiful woman, it has the power to bring a grown man to his knees. Lipstick Bodyguard. Fear no evil. Get yours today only at LipstickBodyguard.com. Just follow the link on the GunForHireRadio.com homepage. And we're back. So I just saw Trump speak. There are secret service everywhere, up in the high buildings, out by the grassy knoll where JFK met his maker back in 1964 or 63. Um, Trump gave a rousing speech about protecting the Second Amendment and everything. Uh, Jimmy and I have been hanging out here two days already, running into old friends and uh, new friends. Next year, the NRA convention will be in Indianapolis, and I highly recommend anybody uh, thinking about going should go. But first, a word from our sponsor, since I'm off topic here. County Line Firearms, countylinefirearmsnj.com, on Route 10 in East Hanover, across the street from the Best Buy. Stop by and check out Carlos at Cali, County Line Firearms and, uh, you know, support those who support us. Otherwise, I couldn't do a show like this, you know, That's with right. the budget that we have. What was our budget last year? $341, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Probably close to that. <laughs> I've run into I've run into a lot of people that listen to the show, wanted to take pictures with me and stuff. But I've run into at least in the first day of the show at least six people that came up to me and said they used to live in New Jersey and they moved to Texas, they moved to Wisconsin, they moved to whatever, which is really disheartening, you know. Yeah. And uh, eventually we're going to run out of places to go, but most people don't want to don't want to listen to that which is, you know, really, really unfortunate. Hold on. We have police activity coming by. It might be the Secret Service. Hold on. Let me see. This is live radio. I thought it was the the huge Trump motorcade, (laughs) but it wasn't. He must must be still inside. They probably sent out for McDonald's for him. Yeah, probably so. Yeah, or barbecue, actually. He's going to be eating in a couple of minutes, which I think is uh, pretty cool. But uh, next year, Indianapolis, I really recommend uh, anybody going. I already booked a trip. I'll be there from Wednesday till Sunday, and uh, it's it's a lot of fun. All the gun manufacturers, all the gun people are here, press and media walking around, and uh, it's just a great time. So, so Saturday night, uh, Charlie Daniels' band is playing. I didn't know he was still alive. I think he's yeah, 140 I didn't know he years was old. One. Yeah, he's got to be, he's, right? He's, he's 141 now. NRA books, you know, the people they're familiar with, I guess. Correct, correct. And I think Charlie Daniels was alive when the NRA um, uh, signed its charter in 1874. He might have been one of the signatories. I think so, a founding member. <laughs> did, did he come so, out on uh, stage with his jazzy, too? Or did, Yes, no, yeah. no jazzy, but okay. he, he's, he's, look, he's looking old. Gave a good presentation, but he's he's looking old. Yeah. Um, God bless him. Still around, patriotic, red, white, and blue type of guy. Isn't that so, the uh, problem, though, Ant? I mean, isn't that the problem that we we're, we're seeing is the fact that the old guard is the old guard, and there's, you know, we really need new blood, and we need new blood coming in to the shooting sports. Oh, without a doubt. 
we need we need new blood. We we've gotten to a point where the millennials and stuff. Uh, although I just read a report where millennials uh, more and more are becoming conservative, and we've talked about that before on the show. Yeah. But the but the average the average age of the person at the NRA convention here is probably sixty years old. Yeah. And uh, you know, as far as people of color. It represents less than one percent of the face of gun owners that show up for events like this, which is really, really disheartening. Yeah. You know, yesterday I went to a, a presentation. And Colonel Allen West was there, a true patriot. You know, in the military, career military, lieutenant colonel, and now he's a spokesman. And he came out and he's an NRA board member. So it was. Uh, it's nice to see them. I stopped by the knife rights booth and saw Doug and Sue Ann Ritter, and I bought a raffle to win knife of the year and everything. They actually have a K bar knife that they're raffling off that was signed by the gunny, Arlie Ermey. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's, it's in a presentation case and everything uh, with a certificate of authenticity, which I think is uh, pretty cool. I would love to uh, win that. And if anybody's interested, check out Knife Rights. Uh, you know, they're the, they're the NRA of the Knife Rights uh, for supporting all of us. You know, Sandy, something happened two weeks ago. We didn't discuss it on last week's show, but we had that uh, African-American individual in the Waffle House that did something we've been espousing for seven years yeah. on Gun for Hire Radio. Absolutely, and he rushed, rushed the nut. nut. Yep, yep. It, he rushed the nut and, and he it sustained worked. burns on his hands and yep. his arms because the AR-15 barrel was so hot. Somebody started a GoFundMe page for this hero. It raised over two hundred thousand dollars, and he donated it to the families that were murdered for their funeral expenses. Wow. It doesn't get any better than no, that, does that's, it? That's a that's a decent human being. It, it that gives us hope for humanity sometimes, right? Correct, correct. And of course, you don't really hear about it on the mainstream media. No, in fact, they played it down because he. And if anything, that you know, I saw the Chirons, at, you know, when they were when they were uh, when he was being interviewed or they were showing it, whatever. And most of the Chirons generated were uh, Waffle House shooting survivor. There was nothing yes. in there about the fact that he stopped the shooting. It's it's really amazing when you think about it. Uh, they're constantly hiding it. It's constantly twisting the narrative. Again, I'm so tired of hearing about the Stormy Daniels thing. You know, yeah. uh, let's let's just get this country back in order. Unemployment's at its lowest level. Black unemployment at its, its lowest level since they started recording it. Somebody's laying on the horn while we're taping the show here. Very nice. So I'm actually doing this live outside. I'm getting a lot of looks from people. I gave, gave about three people the middle finger already that gave me dirty looks. So, good. Uh, Very good. Excellent. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, I don't, I don't really care. Uh, a ton of panhandlers out here begging for money and stuff. Yeah. I think I want to carry, carry one of those machines that makes change. Well, you know, oh, like God. You, you remember those? Wow, those yeah, are great. And when somebody comes by and asks me for money, I'll just go, depending yeah. on how they look or how well they present, I'll give them 25 cent or 75 cent. You know, Yo, mate, here's two bits for you. you. You just realize half our audience has to Google that now. It, it, it's the thing that the good humor man used to use. I, I don't, did yeah. it have a name? What, did, what was the name of that thing? Just a change uh, maker, right? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we got to look that up. Somebody look that up and let us know. The thing that the good humor does. A belt mount change maker or something that yes. the good humor guy used yeah. to carry. Right, Let you're right. Know. Half our audience doesn't know that. Right. Uh, uh, but I'll tell you what. You, when you walk around, you see how much patriotism is walking around here. The people, you know, everybody wearing Americana stuff and make America great hats and U.S. 
flag hats and Eagle Globe, and there's so many veterans walking around and old timers that must have been badasses back in their day. Yeah. And they're 70 and 80 years old now with walkers or with canes and stuff. So I, 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 I you know, it makes me feel good when I see that. And, and, you, uh, and you know that they're there all for the NRA convention because Dallas is an extremely liberal city now. Yes, it is. It's turned. It's catching up to Austin and Houston. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But all the cities are becoming liberal shitholes. Well, yes, I don't know any cities. Salt Lake City is the same way. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. Isn't that incredible? And we're allowing it to happen. Yeah, exactly. We're, let, we're letting it happen. For many people walking into a range the first time, it's quite intimidating. So when you walk in through the double doors, the first thing you'll see on your left is a concierge. When people walk in, they can take a tour of the range, or maybe they're coming in for an appointment with one of my instructors or me, and they'll be directed to the right classroom. It kind of softens the entire experience. It makes people feel more at home. As you walk further into the range, you're going to notice we have New Jersey's only indoor 50-yard range, which is heated and air-conditioned. The dividers at each port are bulletproof. They're extra-wide ports so two people can stand side-by-side side and shoot. There's lights in the ports so you're well-lit. We also have three times as much light down range that the average range would have because I believe it's important that the targets are well-lit. Our target retrieval system is all digital. You program how many feet you want to send it out, and it stays there. Both of our ranges are tactically baffled, which means when we run our higher level courses, you can move forward to the firing line and shoot in any direction, and bullets can't escape. When you come out of the 50-yard range, to your left, you'll see our large classroom, and go back up to the concierge and make a right. We have two smaller classrooms. And those classrooms are for small one-on-one -on -one classes, our Build-A-Bear, Building an AR. As you enter through there, you'll see that we have a uh, portal with a key to go into our Platinum Lounge. They can sit around and watch TV on the leather uh, chairs or couches, and they can maybe work deals with their uh, clients. And you normally don't see a cafe in an indoor range. In New Jersey, we have this archaic law where you're only supposed to go from your house to the range, range to the house with no unnecessary deviations. I'm seeing a lot more families coming in now where they have multiple kids and the wife will stay in the cafe with one or two kids and they'll do a handoff. To me, it's very important that people are treated like family, so the bathrooms are very high-end. We use marble and corian and really nice tile and full-length dividers so that people are comfortable when they come in. When you exit the bathroom, you'll see the Gun For Hire radio studio where Sandy and I tape our show. After you pass that and you make a left, you'll notice our retail area. Over 120 firearms for rent. As you turn 180 degrees, you see the large sections of bulletproof glass. That's our 25-yard range. And inside our 25-yard range, we have 13 ports. Those ports are even wider than the 50-yard range. Both ranges have full-time range safety officers. In case you have any questions or concerns, they're there to help you. With the news, events, and political shenanigans impacting your freedom, you're listening to Gun For Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. And we're back. You still there, Ann? Yeah, I'm here. I'm back. This segment is brought to you by Liberty Office Suites, libertyofficesuites.com. I'm going to get her on in a second. 
LibertyOfficeSuites.com. Check out Ron Seuss. has got two locations, one on Change Bridge Road in Montville and one on New Road in Parsippany. Support those who support us. Uh, so I'm standing outside, and Cheyenne Roberts is uh, being interviewed, and she's holding her custom AR in the middle of the street outside the convention center. You mentioned her- that in Newark? <laughs> no, mentioned that. Dan is standing right behind me. And uh, the little boogers running around, jumping around with all that energy he has. And yeah. Eric Gafferstein is here, too. And what's funny is she's holding her gun out. She's being interviewed. And across the street is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight cops. They glanced over. They saw what she was doing. They shrugged their shoulders, and they went back to being cops. Yeah, yeah. They don't, they don't even care. No, it's, they, it's they don't Texas, care. man. It's, it's, <laughs> Correct. 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 So so uh, we're, we're talking about the, the socialism creep in all of our states. Vermont is hitting, getting hit now. New Hampshire yeah. is getting hit now. Everybody. There's literally no escape. You notice, Dan, the cops are still looking, right? Too funny. So, Dan, come over here for a second. So i got Dan Roberts here. He's got Cheyenne at the, at the show all day. So what's going on? What's on your itinerary? What are you doing today? Uh, she, just, she felt really strongly after all the negative press from Parkland with all the teams are screaming for more gun control. She made, was adamant about, you know, Daddy, we got to go to Dallas. Nobody's telling the pro-2A team side of this. We've got to go to Dallas. And normally we pay for this trip ourselves or with sponsorship help. I, I don't like to ask for charity, but I'm focused on buying a house so she can have a practice range out back. Um, and it just nice. wasn't in the cards. And on a fluke, I, as a last-ditch effort, we put up a GoFundMe on her fan page. And within 48 hours, she raised the 3000 that we needed to pay for airline, hotel, and everything to come here. Isn't that great? Isn't that great? Is that ABC National? That's ABC National? Yeah. She's being interviewed by ABC National as we speak now, so uh, everybody better everybody better check it out. Uh, so, what do you find it at the show? It's pretty good, isn't oh, it? Oh God, as big as it ever was, if not bigger. Yeah, they were hoping the record was eighty-one thousand people. They're hoping to break that record in Dallas here, and we'll know by uh, by Monday morning at the board meetings how many people attended. But I heard there was going to be a ton of protesters. I'm not I saw them. one. I'm not one out here. Them. I took a picture of them. Uh, my girlfriend Patty thinks that there's no protesters here because uh, they're all still home sleeping, waiting for mom to make oh, them lunch. I think lunch. they were afraid of getting wet. Yeah. And the rain scared them off. Oh my God, the rain scared them off. They don't have their slickers, Sandy. Yeah, they that's too good. They might melt. Isn't that a bummer? They don't have their slickers. Now, hold on, I just caught a picture of Cheyenne uh, putting her rifle back in her case now. So, so, uh, excuse me, that Dan just burped. <laughs> All right, it was me. So what? Uh, a lot of new products. A lot of. Oh, hold on. A lot of new items out on the show floor. I'm telling you, I'm going to say it the last time this show. Everybody needs to get to uh, Indianapolis. Sandy, did you see the, the link I sent you about this unpublished uh, CDC study? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've known about that study for quite a while. Um, can you can you talk about it a little bit since you're a doctor? I well, I, I I'm in a tough position because there are certain things I can't talk about. Um, but the CDC study that's there, that's coming out, it's not uncommon. This is not an uncommon thing. Um, the CDC is very, very politically driven. So, uh, as is every federal, um, every every federal bureaucracy. Um, so, a lot of the research that you're seeing that's happening there, uh, if it doesn't turn out the way they want it, they squash it. Gotcha. It's not uncommon. Oh, I get booted out of the seat. Yeah, guess what? I just booted Dan out. I have a special guest on the show. Can you hear me, Sandy? I can. Cheyenne? Hello. Hey, Cheyenne. Cheyenne's yeah. on Gun for Hire Radio number 362. 
We're sitting outside looking for protesters. So what just happened? You were outside with your AR-15 in front of news crew, and the cops over there didn't even care. Did you notice that? I noticed it, and it was awesome. So what's going on with you? Uh, was you just doing an interview for ABC National News? Uh, yeah, and yeah. And what did they ask you? They asked me how I felt about um, what happened in Parkland and um, how the gun law has been and how do you feel feel about it. And What'd you tell them? I told them it's very disappointing that lives are lost, but there's no reason for stricter gun laws. She told them there's no reason for stricter gun laws. Don't you gotta love her, huh? How old are you now? Thirteen. And uh, tell us about your grades in school. I heard good news. They're AB AB honor roll. AB honor roll, Sandy. That's pretty good. That's no surprise. You're starting to get an accent too. Yeah. We're losing the Jersey accent, aren't we? <laughs> and the braces are working really good, huh? Not really. No. They're hey. broken. Oh well, you'll fix them. Yeah. So what else is going on? You've been shooting a lot. Trying to. Trying to. Yeah. School gets in the way. Life gets in the way. Yeah. Trying to move. Our biggest priority right now is trying to find a house and buy it. Yeah, you'll get there. You'll get there. So when you're walking through the show, does everybody treat you like royalty, like a rock star? Kind of. What do you mean kind of? Kind you're of. a rock star in the shooting <laughs> industry, in the shooting sports. It's great to have you here. We need spokespersons like you out there every day testifying, giving your opinion in front of the news. Because the media is always looking for the old, angry white guy. Yep. And to have a young girl like you present is what we really <laughs> need. That's why I'm so glad to be a part of helping you out and everything you've done in the shooting sports and industry so far. So, Sandy, while, while we got Cheyenne here, let's talk a little bit about the CDC uh, study uh, from your point of view. So the CDC unpublished study said over 2 million defensive uses of firearms have been reported. Am I correct? That's correct. So the, there's over four times as many uses uh, of, a, of a firearm to defend oneself and, and again this is not this is a very biased organization doing the doing the uh, you know doing the study so I would say that the numbers are probably a lot higher than that I, I would say the numbers might even be double yeah probably so it, it wouldn't surprise me because you know again everything is going to be uh, tailored to whatever the cause celeb would be and whatever the way the political wind is blowing yes for sure hold on off topic real quick so Cheyenne what state do you live in now South Carolina so tell me in school in South Carolina does everybody shoot no, no? really do they give you crap because you're a shooter no they no. support it 100% not like New Jersey right well, actually, New Jersey was pretty surprising. They they supported it. I, I think they supported it way more than what they do now. Really? Yeah. Really? Anybody in your class shoot and uh, go to the range or anything? No. No? Nope. What city are you in? Fort Mill. Fort Mill. So you're telling me that uh, we should be scared then? Because I would think South Carolina would be all kids that are shooting and into guns. I haven't talked to very many that are into it or that go to the range often. Wow. Did you know you can join the Boy Scouts now? No. It's not called the Boy Scouts anymore. It's called the Scouts, and they're going to allow girls to join. You should have saw the face you just made, Sandy. <laughs> yep, you're allowed to join the Boy Scouts. They just changed their name, and they changed their charter. You're not happy with that? I think it should have been just Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts. Keep them separate? Yeah. I, I agree with you I on mean, the traditional. Yeah, they, they, can, they can come together once in a while, but no, they shouldn't just be... I wonder if the Boy Scouts are going to start selling cookies now. Ah. What do you think, Sandy? 
Uh, anybody who sells cookies, I'm, I'm okay for. Everything I do gonna be funky from now on. Time and memories. The two most precious things you can give someone. No cell phones, no video games, no electronic devices. No interruptions. Just your favorite gun, a couple boxes of ammo, and time spent together. The folks at Gun For Hire Woodland Park Range believe there's no time like the present, and no present like time. Step through their doors, and you'll feel time stand still. It may look like a luxury shooting range, but what they really sell is the perfect day, and perfect memories are made from perfect days. Gun For Hire Woodland Park Range, where family memories begin. They said it wouldn't last. That was just wishful thinking. Gun For Hire Radio, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Seven years running. And we're back. This segment is brought to you by Gunsitters. Gunsitters.com and their military division, Weapons Guard. Check them out on Route 10 East in Whippany in the Pine Plaza. If you need to store your guns for a short period of time or a long period of time, Gunsitters is the way to go. They also have a uh, facility in Easton, Pennsylvania, so you can take your New Jersey contraband and keep it there and go visit it once in a while Very in nice. the sad state of New Jersey that we live in. And uh, Phil Murphy is moving ahead. The assembly bills will be going to the uh, full Senate uh, in June. Well, they will be passed that he will uh, sign them into law. And then we will be filing state lawsuits and taking it all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court if we have to. So what guns have you been shooting lately, Cheyenne? Uh, mostly I've been shooting my Glock 34 by Terran Tactical. Yeah. I've been training with that a lot. What about your AR? Well, we just got a new AR. Um that debuted today at the NRA convention. Um, the only time, the first time I shot it um, was at the photo shoot yesterday. That's the first time we yeah. ever shot it. You did a photo shoot? Yeah. You're, you see, you're very popular. Well, we came, we, we, we went off the plane, and then we had the fiasco with Daddy losing his phone, and then we had to find it, and then we had to pick up Eric at a different airport, and then um, we drove 45 minutes south to range, and then had... We had to wait an hour um, for everybody to get set up, and then it was just crazy hectic. We didn't eat, we didn't get back to the hotel until 9:30, and then we didn't eat dinner until 10:30, 11 o'clock. Don't they know that you're a diva? Seriously, <laughs> they should have had everything prepared for you. Next time, write a list of demands <laughs> on what you want and how you want Wait it. Wait a minute, I remember you admonishing her to not do that when she first no, was on your. No, no, now she can. Ah. Now you can. You want to know why? Because you, you're, you're famous now, so you can do that. When you were in the beginning and you were just moving up, you know, you had to be a little more apologetic. But now, the hell with it. Just say what you want and do what you want. The Godfather has given you his blessing. Yes. Okay. Push everybody out of the way and just <laughs> do what you want to do. So, how close is the range to the house that you're in now? Uh. Oh, she's a private. She's a new coach. She's a lieutenant in the Sheriff's Department, 14 leaders. Shot on the pro tour. He's gotten her further in the last three months than I've been able to in the last two years. You're uh, not a firearms instructor, Dan. 
you're her handler and her dad, okay? So she's but she's got access to a 42-acre private range to practice. How lucky are you? You guys like South Carolina? Yeah. Are you happy there? Yeah. What about the big guys? You treat you okay? Yeah. Sure? Yeah. Be honest. Wink if it's not. Wink once if he's not. Oh, she didn't wink, Sandy. Oh, that's good then. <laughs> that's good then. You have any questions for Tomboy Diva over here, Sandy, or what? I just want to know how she's doing. Well, Everybody wants to know how you're doing, Cheyenne. I'm excited for my uh, 14th birthday and starting high school and... Hopefully being on a lacrosse and being on the high school lacrosse team. Will they let you carry your Glock 34 when you're on the lacrosse team or no? I wish. She said she wishes, Sandy. <laughs> and um, I might I might have found my uh, college to go to. We had a, a very, very long, um, exciting meeting with Liberty University. Excellent. That's phenomenal, isn't it? You're our future. We need you. We're all grumpy old men, so we need young energy like you to take us to the next level. This is beautiful. You know, Merriam-Webster, the dictionary, Sandy, they just re de redefined the word assault rifle. You know that, right? Yes. I wonder uh, I wonder how that uh, got to be about. Uh, more liberal rewriting of our history and our heritage to fit their narrative. I can't open the link, but did you read the article? My iPad's not working with me right now. I... I, uh, yes, I did read the article. And what's your feelings on this? Well, I, it's just it's just the way it, you know. It used to be that the victor wrote history, but I don't I don't understand what's going on right now. You know, this is uh, the problem. Is is that between the media and the universities uh, are all controlled by um, progressive progressivism, and. Uh, if you were to uh, poll, in fact, there was a poll just recently of university professors um, in, in many cases in the communications industry. If you think the media is skewed now um, in the communications uh, majors of all the uh, 9000 professors who teach communications in the uh, in the top 50 universities in the United States, uh, there were over. I think it was 1,200 or so uh, to zero uh, liberal progressive professors. 1,200 to zero. 1,200 to zero, yeah. So y if you think the media is bad now, uh, and, Engl and English was right behind that. So if you're an English major, if your kid is an English major, um, there are 48 to one uh, professors uh, who are liberal over one conservative in the English departments in the in the top 50 universities in the United States. So that kind of gives you an idea of where the language, you know, if you control the language, you control the debate. Uh, words mean things, and they're changing the way everything uh, is going to mean. It, it's going to be, you know, who started that? Bill Clinton. Yes. Yes, Bill Clinton. Lovely Bill Clinton. You know, Hillary's back again, too. Now she's saying that she lost the election because uh, the majority of Democrats are uh, uh, socialists. Right. And uh, she wasn't socialist enough. Yeah, she wasn't. Yeah, because she, she, she admitted she was a capitalist, which is a joke. She's you, not a capitalist. She's just a pig. Did you see, did you just uh, did you see that Springfield Armory is um, not going to yeah. be selling uh, firearms anymore to uh, dicks? Yeah, we actually uh, went up to their booth today and thanked them for what they're doing. 
Great job. That's what we need. See, they need to hear it from people like you because you're going to be Springfield's Armory's customer for the next 80 years, you know? And having someone <laughs> like you being a vocal advocate for them is what they need. And uh, that's good because we should do this. You know, if Dix wants to take a political stand, that's fine. I think every company now should take a political stand. They should either change their logo to a blue background or a red background so that the, the country that's so divided, we can decide who we're going to spend our money with and who we're not going to spend our money with. I'm fine with that. Uh, you know, and again, uh, you know, being uh, being a libertarian, I don't really care, and a capitalist, I don't really care what a private company does. If they want to decide that they don't, that they, they are going, going, they're going to break the constitution by uh, limiting people's ability to make a legal purchase, that's fine. But it's also okay for us not to shop there. And it's also okay for companies like Springfield Armory to take a stand. Finally, I wish all of the gun <laughs> manufacturers would do the same thing. All of them. So, so I got more breaking news here. So Cheyenne, you're looking at Liberty University, which by the way is one of the most conservative or if not the most conservative university in the country, which I'd be damn proud to see you go there. But a university in Utah just installed uh, cry closets. Yeah, that's terrible. They put cry closets that are filled with uh, stuffed animals and uh, modeling clay and stuff, and you're allowed 10 minutes in the cry closet if you feel like you've been offended or your feelings have been hurt or something. Oh, no, no. That's yes. just that's ridiculous. That's, they're acting like they're two years old. College students, they're acting like they're two years old. I mean, they don't have cry grow closets. Up, seriously. In, Cheyenne said grow up. They don't have cry <laughs> closets in grade schools and kindergarten. But, no. we, have but we have them in college. Oh, yeah. that's great. So if so, you're sending your child to uh, that any of these universities that do these things, you're a fool. I don't, I don't know why you're still writing checks. See, now, I would like to install a cry closet at the range. Yeah, you, and if anything should. goes in... Then we put oh, we we pipe OC spray in it so that they really cry. <laughs> what do you think? Oh, you want to use the cry closet? Go ahead in. Close the door, lock it, pump it full of OC spray. Ten minutes, let him out. Just like my father said when I when I was a kid, he'd say, "Oh, you're crying? Hold on, let me give you something to cry about." Yeah, uh, I think our fathers had came from the same uh, cut from the same yes. cloth. But uh, so you don't want to have cry closets in your school? No. Yeah, Liberty, Uni team. Liberty University has a beautiful shooting range. I've seen pictures of it. I haven't been invited there yet. I'll come to your graduation and I'll shoot at the range. So I'll put that down in my uh, book now. I have to find out when the graduation is. Uh, your brother's getting in trouble over there. He's harassing people on another bench. And your your dad just gave him the evil eye. <laughs> you need to be here, Sandy. Because we missing all know out he wants this. to go swimming, but if he doesn't behave, he's not going to go. Oh, after the radio, you're going to go swimming? Maybe. We have a million fake after the radio. Oh, so we okay. need to rest, and we need to burn off some energy so we have room in our stomach, so we need to go swimming. Nice. That's, that's, that's my solution. That's beautiful. Nice. That's how she got Eric here. He had a plan, the Brazilian steakhouse visit for the evening, Cheyenne. I told you, see, you're leading, you're ruling the roost here. <laughs> She's ruling the roost. I love it. Everybody's at her beck and command, except her brother. He needs to get beat more often. I'm, I'm thinking right now. Man, you should have sort of dirty look he just gave me. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. You need to get beat more or you need to get beat less? Oh, but you still need to get beat. Well, you just said it. 
You just said you. Oh, now he said no. Personally. All right, we'll be right back. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Anthony Colandro. I am the Executive Vice President of the Association of New Jersey Rifle and Pistol Clubs. I'm a life member of the NRA. I also own Gun for Hire at the Woodland Park Range, one of the largest firearms ranges in the state of New Jersey. I won't have time to stay here to oppose all the bills uh, today because uh, I own a business in the most taxed state in the nation, so I have to get back to work so I can pay your guys' salaries up there. So. Uh, here we go again. We're targeting one million law-abiding, tax-paying citizens and making us all felons with one fell swoop with zero compensation. Maybe, just maybe, you should be focusing on enforcing the laws we already have on the books instead of being known as the state with the catch-and-release revolving door criminal justice system. We always seem to be focusing in New Jersey on administrative laws and not focusing on enforcing the criminal laws. Those are the laws that affect criminals who have committed crimes instead of the administrative laws that affect us, the law-abiding citizens, and make it harder for us to survive in this state. Criminals do not follow the laws we have now, and you penalizing us, the law-abiding citizens, for their lawlessness is absurd. You vote to exempt illegal aliens from crimes and give them free benefits and free education. And we, the tax-paying, law-abiding citizens, have to fund these crazy social experiments so that you'll get more votes and you can stay up there on your thrones. We, the people, have had enough. I've had enough. We are tired of you rich socialists running every aspect of our lives while we are required to shut up, work, and pay our taxes. I've had many of my customers and firearms tell owners tell me that this is the last straw and they will not comply. The compliance rate in Connecticut and New York State for similar laws is less than 4%. So you're going to make a million law-abiding gun owners criminals with a signature. Again, we the people have had it and the criminals love it, all right? While you set your anger, hate, and contempt on us, the legal gun owners, the criminals are laughing at your actions. Will we be compensated for all the hard-earned purchased hardware and magazines that we have to turn in? Tell me how making all of us voting, taxpayers, instant felons will address and fix the gun violence problem in New Jersey. Now we're back. You're old. Like, yeah. All right, so a couple more things. New Jersey SafeCon is going to be September 22nd from 9 to 5 at the Cumberland County College in Vineland, New Jersey. Uh, John Willett's uh, website is njsafecon.net, njsafecon.net. Go on if you want to sponsor it, if you want to exhibit, if you want to attend, do it now. Do not wait until September. The more, the merrier. It's going to be the uh, fourth SafeCon. Four years in a row we're doing it now, and now it's back down in South Jersey where it all started. And also, uh, Cheeseman's case and Gilliard's case is advancing in the courts. Go to their GoFundMe page, restore-carry-nj. So I traveled, uh, I was just in Europe for 10 days on a tour, and I just flew out of Newark and I flew into Dallas. And uh, let's talk a little bit about travel safety, Cheyenne. So where did your dad lose his phone? Well, he lost his phone on the way out of the plane. He left it in the um, back seat pocket of his seat. Did he find it? Did he go back and get it? Yeah, it only took us about 10 minutes. Oh, that wasn't too bad. I see that people do that all the time. So everybody that I travel with makes fun because I carry this purse, right? You see my little yep. purse here? It's a man bag or a shoulder bag, and it's from a company called PackSafe, P-A-C, 
S-A-F-E. And this case, Cheyenne, has wire running through, so you can't cut it. It has chicken wire inside the bottom, so it can't be cut. RFID security, all the zippers lock, so people can't pickpocket it. They lock to the top and everything. So when I travel, I have that. I keep my phone, my iPad, chargers, any medications or whatever in it. So I wouldn't, hopefully I wouldn't have done what Dan did because I would have slid it into that. And what I find is before I go through TSA security, I empty all of my pockets. I put everything into the pack safe, and that's what I throw on the uh, on the TSA uh, metal detector, you know, when it goes through for an x-ray. So I don't have to worry about anything being loose or separated from me. But, you know, traveling foreign countries and traveling the U.S., your head has to be on a swivel, right, Cheyenne? Yes. And what I like to do is I like to get in right away, and I like to check in, and I like to get through TSA security because actually the safest place in an airport is once you're past TSA security because anybody can walk in with luggage with an explosive device or a gun and start shooting people up before the TSA checkpoints. So your goal should always be to get through as fast as possible through the TSA checkpoints and then get close to the gate that you're going to board. And then when you do, I like to sit, as if, if possible, with my back against the wall, and I like to pay attention to everything that's going on around me. I like to just watch everybody and read people. I don't spend all my time on my phone texting and looking at you know what's going on in social media. I'll save that to once I board onto the plane. But I just want to see what's going on when traveling. Uh, I took a tactical pen with me to Europe this time. It didn't get taken away from me. Normally, uh, it gets taken away. I took my tactical pen with me uh, to Dallas as well. I also took my lithium flashlight, my Phoenix flashlight, which is just a great little device to carry. Everybody should follow these little safety tips. You know, travel light. If you can, travel in pairs. Watch out for each other. Uh, so the three of these guys flew together. Eric, you flew separately. Yeah, flying alone is a, is a little harder, you know, because you have to just take care of yourself and nobody to watch your back when you go to the restroom. you got to lug your bag in with you or whatever, correct? Uh, Eric only lost one knife in, in TSA. Why? They, oh, they stole your locks? Well, off your off your gun? What idiots. They stole his locks. So because I bring spare lithium batteries for my flashlight, every time I get my suitcase at the carousel, when I get to my hotel, there's a, that TSA note in there that says your luggage has been searched by us. So what I've been doing is I've been saving them. So now every time I pack my bag, I, I have like 30 of them that I pack on top of my, in my luggage, Sandy. Yeah. And they add another one. You think they would just leave the 30 there. <laughs> they add another one. But I think, you know, the, the agents must find it comical that they see them every time. Oh, well, right. You have a collection, so let's just add to that. Correct. Now, Shy, when you go to the ladies' room and you go into a stall, you should always put your bag around your neck. You should never hang it from the hook inside the stall because somebody will reach over and grab it yeah. while you're sitting in the stall in an uncomfortable position. By the time you get your pants up and run out and find a ticket, it's too late. So these are things you have to think about. And if possible, always try to take the stall closest to the door, not the one furthest away, because people get robbed in stalls, people get assaulted in stalls and molested in stalls. And the stalls that are furthest from the door against the wall are the ones that are usually hit first. The ones that are closest to the sinks are hit last because there's witnesses, people coming in and out. Because I'm a bad guy. I see you go in the bathroom. You go in the stall. You lock the stall. I look down. I wait until, assuming I'm a female, right? I look down. As soon as I see your pants come down, then I know you're in a precarious position, right? I can open that stall door, come in, put a knife to your throat, 
you're at the store door and ask you for all your stuff, right? I can take your, your money, your, your case, your luggage or whatever, and then just leave you there. And if I slip back out into the airport, no one will ever find me. You know, by the time they go to the cameras and find out, I'll be long gone. So buddy system's a great way to do it. You know, you're traveling with two males. They should always, they do, wait outside the bathroom for you when you're going. Keep an eye on who's coming in and who's going out of the bathroom. If you're in there too long, I would yell. If you're in there way too long, F it. I would just go in to check on you. Seriously, whatever. Yeah. You know, especially in a ladies' room. It's not like it's a men's room where we have urinals and you're going to find... I can just identify as transgender and walk in. Nobody can have a problem with that. Right. I was going to say, we can do that now. Yeah, Dan to walk in and say, hi, ladies, what bra do you recommend? <laughs> and they'll just treat them like family. That's right. Girdle. And as soon as you get into your hotel room, you should always lock the door and lock the double lock on the door. And you should always put tape or something over the peephole cover. Because Amazon.com for $30 sells a little device, looks like a monocle, that's designed for SWAT teams. But civilians can buy it. And I can put that outside your hotel room door on the peephole, and I can see into your hotel room. It's called a reverse peephole viewer. They're $22 on Amazon.com. Yep, so as soon as I check into a hotel, I always put something over the peephole. Now, Sandy, when I was in Europe, all the peepholes had the little metal door that swiveled open that you can look out. That's great. Yeah, so I didn't have to worry about that. But all American hotels still have the glass peepholes that look like, you know, like a little telescope or a little kaleidoscope or something. So I'm always, when I carry Cheyenne in my travel bag, <clears throat> in my toiletry kit, I bought in CVS a hundred of those little round band-aids yeah. that people put over pimples, and I keep a sheet of them in my travel bag. And every time I check into a hotel, I stick one of those over the people. You can use post-it notes, too. But that prevents a bad guy from looking into your hotel room and see what you're doing, you know, and possibly break in. The other thing is your cell phone. If you have a cell phone in a hotel room, you should have written on a post-it note the address and your room number of your hotel on your nightstand. Because if someone's breaking into your hotel room in the middle of the night, if you call the police from your cell phone, they're going to send them to your house in South Carolina. Because that's the address that's going to come up on the cell phone. So when the police answer the phone and say 911, what's the emergency? The first thing you should say is your address and your room number. Now, something to think about. You might be saying you're in the Hilton Hotel in Dallas. There's probably six Hilton Hilton Hotels Hotels in Dallas. Dallas. So you got to say, I'm at the Hilton Hotel on Spring Street in Dallas, room 123, and someone's trying to break in. And then you say it a second time, clear and concise. And then you tell the police what the emergency is. So at least they can get a squad car, a patrol car out there to start looking around. These are the things you should do. The other thing I do is when I check into a hotel after I lock the door, I take a towel from the bathroom and I shove it under the door into the hotel room. Two reasons, three reasons for that. Number one, it muffles sound from the hallways. Number two, if there's a fire in the hotel, it stops smoke from coming into my room. But number three, a lot of times when hotel rooms are broken into when people are sleeping, it's done by security, bad, bad, bad people that work for security. When you lock that second lock on your hotel room door, security has a tool that goes under the hotel door and comes up and unlocks that lock. That's why the space is like a half inch or an inch high on the floor. So I stuff a towel under that door. So if someone tries to stick the tool under, it blows them down and prevents them. Yeah, wedges it out a little bit. So these are some of the safety tricks that I use. When you check into a hotel, you notice how they write your hotel room down on a, on the little sleeve and they give it to you? Because they ever say your room number, you demand at the desk you want a new room 
and you want your number to kept silent. Because what usually happens is a guy like Eric is working in concierge, and he says to you, room 123, his buddy is hanging in the shadows and follows you guys in the elevator. He has luggage, too, goes up to the floor with you guys, walks the same way as you, and walks past your room. And as soon as you open your hotel room door, pulls a gun out and pushes you into your room and robs everything from yeah. you. That's why you should never let anybody say your room number out loud. People work as teams. And you, as a young lady now going to high school, you have to be careful. When you go to a party and you have a drink, no one should ever come in contact in a drink. The father's taking credit. Dan's taking credit for that right now. People work in teams, too. What will happen is I'm the bad guy. Eric is the bartender. All right? And you go to an event where they're serving soft drinks because you're only 14, 15 years old. I look at Eric and I wink at him. And when he makes you a drink, he slips a pill in it a roofie or whatever, mollies or whatever they call them today. So you should, when you go to something, you want to get a can of something to drink or a bottle, and you want to open it yourself. Right. And you want to stay in control of it all the time. If you put that bottle <laughs> down, if you put that bottle down to go to the Don't bathroom, when you come back, do not drink it again. Get another one. So, But they work in teams. So you think somebody's being friendly to you, but they're not being friendly right. to you. I just posted a video a few weeks ago. A girl was in Cancun at spring break. She reached back like this with her cup. She was dancing, and a guy will find through a pill in her cup. How would you catch that, right? But as soon as you let your guard down. So these are the things that you have to think about all the time. I hope I learned you a little bit today. And now, from now on, before you get off the phone, what are you going to tell your dad? No. Do you have your phone? We're done? Yeah, we're getting close. Okay, so uh, Cheyenne Roberts. How can people find Cheyenne Roberts? Uh, my Facebook page, YouTube, and my website. What's your website? S-H-Y-A-N-N-E-R-O-B-R-T-S.com. Thank you for making us proud every day. So coming up at, uh, at Gun for Hire Woodland Park Range, we have Urban Pistol, Low Light, No Light, Urban Pistol 2, 3, and of course Urban Pistol 4. We have Urban Carbine 1, 2, and 3. And if you want to learn how to shoot out to 1,500 yards, we have a two-day class, Urban Precision Rifle at the Shooter's Gauntlet in June 9th and 10th and August 18th and 19th. Thank you all for visiting us in Dallas, and have a nice day. Well, it looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun For Hire Radio. Gun For Hire Radio is a counter-think media production. The music used in this broadcast is managed by Cosmo Music, LLC, New York, New York, and their license of Broadcast Music Incorporated. I'm Sandy Barani. On behalf of my co-host, Master Trainer Anthony Calandro, and the rest of the crew here at Gun For Hire Radio, we do thank you so much for listening. From Woodland Park, New Jersey, and Dallas, Texas, we love you guys. See you next week. Shine